0: What's good, y'all? What's up with it? Ow! It's your girl, Poppy.
1: And I'm Joanna, but you can call me Joe. What's good, y'all? It's
0: Sierra. And you are tuned in to Girl Let Me Tell.
1: Okay, so question of the day, just to get the ball rolling,
2: what is God teaching you right now? Sierra, start us off. Okay, that's a really good question, but God is teaching me trust to trust in him, have faith, believe in his plan for me, and that's what it is. Okay, short and simple, love that. Mm-hmm. I think for me, um,
1: God is teaching me about the importance of knowing my roots, Um, I feel like the lesson I'm learning is it's okay to go back home in a literal sense, but also in a spiritual sense. Um, Don't forget where you come from. You can enjoy life, but don't get caught up in it. If that makes sense. So that's what I'm learning. Poppy, what about you?
0: Okay. Y'all got some good little lessons coming on. Um, I think um, I am learning patience in this season of life. Um, Patience with work Patience with motherhood, patience with myself. I put myself on so many like timelines, or where I see myself and where I want to be, um, and that can really kind of mess up my mental sometimes if I don't get that goal or don't get that in the timeline that I want. So I think patience is something that's really big for me right now.
1: Patience is always hard to master. I feel like it's something. It's like a recurring thing. It's not just one and done. I'm patient now, all mm-hmm. of a sudden because mm-hmm. I went through this. It's a exactly. constant a constant thing so kudos kudos to you
0: (laughs) yes Yes. and i mean that question was really good joanna i'm not even gonna lie to you that's a really good Mm -hmm. question and it really goes on with the topics that we are gonna hit today um and i'm Mm -hmm. glad that we're gonna talk about this so y'all know listeners out there y'all know we are all three christian women um and Mm -hmm. i that's something that i really wanted to make sure i had in my co-host for this podcast so Let's just go ahead and dive into it, ladies. I would love to know your come to Jesus story. Just let me know. Let's talk about our faith.
1: Ooh, okay, I'll go first. So I actually grew up in church. I grew up going, but it wasn't like a, something I took serious. It was just like grandma said, we're going to church. Don't ask questions. So obviously as a kid, I didn't take it seriously, um, but I didn't really start learning about God or walking with him until I got to college. Um, I remember the exact night, the exact moment. So it was Halloween night of my freshman year. This is October of 2018. Um, And throughout that whole day, me and my friends had actually been trying to like ask people around uh, to see who could take us to this really cool Halloween party we want to go to so bad. So keep that in mind. Like the whole time I've been (laughs) going to meet Jesus and I'm going (laughs) to be talking to my girls. So. Um, At the time, I was going to this Bible study group um, at UNT called Every Nation Campus. I had been going through like one-on-one meetings with a very dear friend of mine who was kind of going through the foundations of Christianity with me. Salvation being one of them. I didn't know what it was, but I knew like, that's something I kind of wanted to get into, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of our meeting, the leader at the time did kind of like a call to action, if you will. I don't know the right way what it's actually called, um, but he said, everyone close your eyes. We're going to do a prayer. If anyone in this room hasn't accepted Jesus as a Lord and Savior, this is your time. And I just remember my heart was like, going like this, like beating so fast and so hard. I was like, God, is this my time? Like, am I going to do this? Like, right. I don't know what this means, but I know this is where I want to be and mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it. So I was nervous and I stood up and we did the prayer and I felt so good after that. I was like shaking like, oh my goodness. So I called my family and I was like, y'all, I just gave my life to Jesus. I don't really know what's next, but I feel good and I'm glad I did it. So that's my story. we oh, all over the place, nice. but that's how it happened.
0: No, I love that. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the all over the place that makes it really special. Yeah. For me. So I love that.
1: Thank you.
0: I think for me, oh gosh, it's just been a lifetime of a walk with Jesus. So for me and my story, my mom and dad were both deacon and deaconess in the church that I went to growing up. My mom taught children church in the children's ministry. So Ooh, I was born in the church, raised in the church, grew up in the church. Like I still to this day count my church family as like my second family. Um, and so with my mom teaching the children's ministry, I like went through children's church by the time I was 10. I did every lesson. And I knew it like without a shadow of a doubt. Kind of similar to you, Joanna. I was in big people church, I guess. Because, <laughs> you know, kids church. Big I was yeah. in big people church one day and. um. My pastor was, you know, opening up the church to anybody that wanted to give their life to Christ. I think I was seven or eight or something like that. And I looked at my mama and I kind of looked at everybody else in the church and I was like, I'm going to do it. I was like, I just I feel like I need to do this right now because I've learned so much about God and and so much about his grace and goodness and mercy. And I was like, I'm going to give my life. I'm going to do it. I'm going all in at eight years old okay like this is not a joke and a couple Sundays later maybe I got up in that baptism pool and made it do what it do um and I actually still have I'm gonna show y'all this too can y'all see this
1: yeah mm-hmm. I actually still have baptism. my certificate
0: of baptism this is the same frame from 2006 I got baptized March 5th 2006 and this is the same frame it's taped up on the sides because it is broke (laughs) and broke down in the back of it can you see the back the thing that fell off it can't I have to hang it up because it won't stand up on its own but I think that just kind of goes to show you that even the things that you get in a materialistic thing it can almost mirror the, the relationship you have with christ there's ups and downs there's things when the wheels fall off but you got to keep <laughs> making it roll and i think this is just a really nice reminder for me to have um i hang it up on my wall i look at it every day um and i think it's just a really beautiful thing so yeah i was like seven or eight when i gave my life so that's my that's my origin story i guess
2: i love that nice i love that too i love y'all story <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so I was raised in church. Also, like as soon as like I was a newborn, my parents was like, "Yes, it's safe for her, you know, to be in public." I've been in church <laughs> since infancy, infancy, infancy. Anyways, but that's how long I've been in church. Um, and so I love church; like it's my life. I don't see anything else other. Um, but when I came to know Christ as my Lord and Savior, it was August. That was the month, either the first or the tenth of twenty sixteen. And I was here, like, at my parents' home in Norman, and I remember sitting on my bed, and I just, like, was, like, Lord. And that's when I came to my Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I just felt so different. Like, I just felt like a weight was just gone. My my story after is not, like, and then I was on the streets telling people about Christ and doing this <laughs> and all that. <laughs> like, I wasn't doing none of that. Um, but, but I was just really good at church, essentially, um, and so my life was reflecting going through the motions and things like that and then as I got older I later realized that I was like operating in religion in our relationship and so that was like a whole nother process like going into my adult life when people ask me like about the pandemic or whatever like I'm someone that's like the pandemic actually like saved my life because that's when I realized that I was just going through church like I was real good at playing church Um, even though I love God I love people like I love praise and worship all of that like It was an emotion thing for me. That's pretty much my story. It's better now. It's better now. God has (laughs) changed my life. He's changing it every single day. But 2016 of August is when I gave my life to Christ.
1: I love that. And I'm glad you said it's better. It always gets better with God. Um, And I love that our stories are similar but different. I feel like that just goes to show that God really can meet you or he will meet you wherever you are. No matter where you're at who you're with, where your mindset is, whether you believe or not, Um, if that's in his plan for you, then it'll happen.
2: So I love hearing you all's salvation story and coming to Jesus. And I want to ask, what is you all's favorite part about walking with Christ?
0: That's kind of a hard question. There's so many favorite parts for me. Um, But I think what it always comes back to in my relationship with Christ is just how he always chases after me. Even in the moments when I'm like in despair, He's like, I'm not gonna let you go there. And so I think it's just really beautiful how no matter how many times you stray, no matter how many times you fail or mess up because we are not perfect. I am not perfect. Um, he, He just has that grace and that unconditional, undying love. And I think it just always shows up every single time. He's so consistent. And so I just, I love that about him. I appreciate that about him because it just it just reoccurs for me so much and it's always just like wow that's just so beautiful (laughs) it could be the the worst day of my life and at the end of the day I'll be like but that but you're just still so beautiful because you love me you're just so beautiful because you accept me so beautiful and I just think there's so many other things I could say that it's my favorite part about him because I love him so much but I think the consistency and the the chasing after me is what is what really does it for me
1: Wow, it's a consistency for me. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes.
2: My goodness, I literally love all of that. Um, and I was going to say something very similar, is that my favorite part is just knowing that like, he's always with me. Like he's always walking with me. You know, when I'm, when I'm sad, when I'm going through something, when I don't understand, when someone leaves, it's just like, he's always like, he will never leave me or forsake me. And the fact that that's so literal, like his whole word is literal, but like, <laughs> it's just that right there just to know that he's always with me. And it, I know it's very short and simple, but that's just what it is for me. It's just my Yeah, yeah
0: I agree.
2: Um, but I think my answer is also
1: very similar. I love that we're here. <laughs> we all understand each other. Um, but I think my favorite part about walking with God is the freedom that you experience when you get a revelation, like when God reveals something to you, I can't tell you how many times I've been like in the car, just driving, jamming, turn off the music. And I just have a one-on-one conversation with him. We're just kicking it. And he just throws something on me. And I'm like, wow, that's what I've been needing. Is this like, what's been missing from my life right now. And it just gives you so much peace in that moment. And it could be something as simple as like, I love you. It's such a liberating feeling for me because I can oftentimes forget that God speaks to me and that I can hear his voice. So for him to just be like, hey girl, like, hey sis, you know, I'm still here, I got your back. That freedom is something that is honestly, you can't even really put it into words. I could go on and on and on. There's See, that's obviously. what I'm there's saying. So See, yeah. ask this question. I was like, I could
0: talk forever because there's just yes. so many things about mm-hmm. God that are just so beautiful and so great and so amazing. So I get it, Joanna. There, there's like
1: so much that I feel like we could talk about. People like from the outside looking in don't understand like though, you know, walking with God is this beautiful thing because it's a beautiful thing. Christian struggle. Okay. Like we go through it. It is not this picture perfect Bible thumping candy lollipop world where everything is just sweet and fine and dandy. Like we all have our struggles too. And I feel like that's something that I want people to know. If you're listening to this podcast, we have our struggles too.
0: I don't even know where I want to take this, this (laughs) part of the conversation because the struggles that come with being a saved christian are different (laughs) different (laughs) Different. they are different because there's some people in in everybody has struggles everybody faces that in their life but it, it hits different when you're a saved christian because not only are you having to go through the the things that life throws at you but you also have to do it in a way where you still are having to put your faith into something that you don't always see. You don't, you can't see God, you know? And so when you're, when you're in those really difficult moments and you're like, okay, I'm a saved Christian. I know the Lord got my back. I know we here, but like, why is this happening to me? For me, that's probably one of my biggest struggles is when I go through difficult times, I'm like, okay, God, where are you? what are you doing? Do you see me? Not, do you not see me going through this? Why am I going through this? Like what's going on? Um, And I think my thing is questioning him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I talk back. <laughs> this is yeah. Poppy talking. I talk back. Mm-hmm. I question things. I don't mind saying why is this happening? What is mm-hmm. going on? Sometimes like Joanna said, I want to hear I want to, I want to have that conversation. I want to hear him. And sometimes he just will not talk back to me. Mm-hmm. He just won't. He'll be like, look, child, you acting up. I ain't fin- I ain't got nothing to say to you right now. And I'd be like, yeah,
2: but Jesus
0: <laughs> talk to <Yeah>. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> But like, again, I always go back to the beauty of it because in, in those moments, what, what's the saying? He may not come when you want him, but he's always there on time. And so mm-hmm. when he does eventually, talk back to me (laughs) or he'll say, daughter, listen, daughter, listen, you're, you're doing this because it always comes right when you need it. But yeah, I think that's my biggest struggle, baby. I'll be talking back. I know the Lord be tired of my mouth.
1: (laughs) He's out of all of us, but that's the good thing about God is like I said, he loves you regardless. He already knows your personality. He created you. He expects that. So I love that I love that we're able to be honest about these types of things because at the end of the day, like that's our journey mm-hmm. um and I think being real can help somebody else uh, who may be watching or listening um just to know that okay, I'm not alone in that I'm just like poppy like I have questions too. I can't just sit back and be like, okay, I'm gonna do it because <laughs> you said so like I don't know okay, where am I going? Who am mm-hmm. I gonna be with? why you got me doing this? um so I think a lot of people can relate to that so. Ciara, what do you what do you think? What's your what's your biggest struggle or something that um, you feel like you struggle with in your your um, faith journey?
2: My biggest struggles um, is one just like having faith and belief that like God can do it because we're operating in like the unseen. You know, like we have hope for things that we don't see. And so I know for me, I'm I can be very, you know, what's in my line of sight. And so when I'm believing for something big, what I'm just like, God, I don't even, I'm trying to see it, but God is huge, you know? But like, if we believe on his word and we just have faith and pray, like, he can do it. So for me, it's just like believing the unseen, which I know that's like the whole thing of like serving God, but it's just like- Size
0: just, of a mustard that? seed. That's all that's you that's need. That's all you
2: need. All you need is faith that's the size all. of a mustard
0: seed, honey. Because mm-hmm. he, he can make some things work for sure.
2: I think that's one for me. Um, and the other is just like choosing spirit when flesh is like, let's go, girl. Like, what are we doing tonight? Yes. What are we doing? <laughs> it's, oh, it's just it's just very difficult to say. Like, okay, Sierra, like our life is different. You know, we go about things different. Like, you're not boring. You're not a stickler. But it's just like we just make certain decisions. We don't do certain things, um, and that's what comes with choosing to live for Christ. Like it's a choice that I made. Um, so I'm choosing to die to my flesh daily, you know, and things like that. And so that can be a struggle for me. Um, just because it's just like, it's like they're having fun over there, you know, but it's just like, no, Sierra, no. I serve a God, that's greater. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So
1: it's
0: not they're having fun
1: over there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I I can agree with that for sure. Um and, I, and that's another thing I kind of want to bring up, too. I'm glad that you said that, Sierra, is how um, your walk with God is a commitment that you choose to make every single day. Honey, mm-hmm. I might have got baptized in 2006, <laughs> but the amount of times that I've been re-baptized over my lifetime, because there's so many points where you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm not walking with the Lord the way I need to be. Let me have a come to Jesus real quick and be like, Lord. <laughs> I apologize for that that mm-hmm. was not you know in in our best interest um and i've had moments where i've had to re-baptize myself re-come to jesus again and he knows that and he looks at me and he He still is like and i still love you <laughs> Let, mm-hmm. let's keep going he's like and i still love you let's take this step forward all right and i still love you let's go this way. you know what i mean and so i think um that's another thing like it's okay for us as believers to come back to Jesus and start over. I feel like
1: like everything with God is like a constant, we're going to have to redo this over and over again. And it's not from a place of, I'm just an inconsistent human and I can't get it right. But mm-hmm. it's just something like, You have to relearn these lessons to for them to become real in your life, for them to actually truly manifest, for it to drill in your brain that this is how it is when you're walking with the Lord. But I think like like you said, Poppy, it's it can be difficult being in the world and having all these things going on. And like Sierra said, looks like they're having fun over there. Like, you know, occasionally you wanna you wanna nibble and dabble in a few places, you know, get get a taste of you know the world. Um, And I think, like, sometimes I have to question, like, why is it so easy to fall into that? Or, like, why is it hard to resist Mm it, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I'll I'll ask the question. Why do we think it's so easy to sin? Why is it so easy to become of the world? Well, Eve, hey,
1: girl, let's talk about that. Let's ask my good sis. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I'm kidding, but not kidding. Let's ask Eve. I am dead. I feel like it's so easy to sin. One, the obvious, because it was introduced. It was introduced in the Garden of Eden kind of threw off, you know, God's plan for humanity a little bit. But, you know, he expected that. So he created a way out for us. But I think it's so easy to sin because we're human and that's in our nature. Like God knows that. But I feel like it wouldn't have been placed, if I can say it that way, like sin wouldn't be a thing if there was no need for growth um, because that's how you grow and that's how you learn. Not saying everybody just go out there and sin so you can grow and learn. I'm not giving you the green light to just do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I am saying that there is a lesson in everything and you should take heed to it. It's for a greater purpose. It's beyond you. um, So don't beat yourself up about it. Does that make sense?
0: baby? I think people sin every single day, even if you're the person that tries every day not to sin, you probably sin and didn't even realize it. Um yeah. And that's just how we are. Like, and I agree. Like I'd be every night like, Lord, forgive me for the sins that I made that I didn't even know I made. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I don't even think we realize that we're doing it. And I also think that's how a lot of people end up and me included, I'm talking about myself in this, end up down roads and paths we're not supposed to be on because we are subconsciously sinning. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then you look up one day and you're in a completely different spot where you're not supposed to be. And you're like, how did I get here? And you got to really think about, like, was I living, like, was I choosing to live my life every day? Or was I just going through the motions? And then you look up and you're like, maybe I was just going through the motions. Maybe I wasn't in my Bible like I should have been, needed to be as a Christian woman. You know what I'm talking about? Does that make any mm-hmm. sense? Or I'm just talking crazy.
2: Yeah. No. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I agree with both of y'all. Like, it's just, it's just easy. Like your body doesn't fight anything. Like your body wants to sin. Like it just wants to just live by the flesh. So you have to like, like I said earlier, like choose the spirit and things like that. And so it's just like a constant battle basically. Um, but it's it's just easy and it feels good to our body. So Mm -hmm. you have to choose like, okay, you got to choose submission, like (laughs) submission in your mind, submission in your body, submission in everything that you do, because it's easy and it's fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I, I know, like, have you ever heard people say, oh, that isn't for everybody, like college? People say college isn't for everybody. I feel like, you know, the gospel is for everyone, but the walk. With God is so it can be so up and down that you have to be like that's a choice that you have to make for yourself. Like every Mm. single day, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life because I know where I want to be and who I want to be with. I want to see Jesus at the end of the day. So yes, I'm human, but I have to be mindful of the choice that he made so that I could make that same choice to choose, hey Jeremiah, to choose him every single day. Um, and also think too, like. I think there's a, the Bible says that the pathway to heaven is narrow, but to hell it's wide. Meaning, any and everyone can get in, but not everyone can make it in at the same time. Um, so I think that that just kind of puts in perspective for me that I need to do some reevaluating in some areas. Jeremiah, what do you think about this topic uh, today? Let us share your thoughts, please. Since Jeremiah, you're here, you say
0: something. Say something. Oh, oh, he said no. Not he said no, but he didn't jump up in my lap touching on this <laughs> microphone.
1: He said, I just want to make my appearance. I don't want to do no interview. He literally I just wanted shook to
0: his head. Known no. He said, I, I make my I own decisions. Here. Thank you. I'll talk when I'm ready. <laughs> like, okay, little boy.
1: <laughs> Lord. So while we're talking about, you know, being in the world, but not of the world, I think it's important for us to give people a solution to whatever they may be going through to their problems. Cause I think it's easy for us to just talk about, you know, just say, don't do this, try your best. God will always be there for you and just go about your day. Um, I think it's important for us to send people off with some knowledge or some advice cuz we we're not we don't know where people are in this moment of them listening or watching this podcast so i wanted to ask you guys um on the lines of dying to your flesh daily or getting to those moments where you feel like this is the end um how would you advise someone who may be at that point to choose god or to come back from it how have you come back from it what do you think is your The best advice you would give? (laughs) That is a really
0: interesting question. Um, Because I'm over here trying to put myself back in maybe some situations when I was deciding or trying to figure out um, how to even just come back. I think I'm going to try to answer in two ways. Okay, so when you're at a place where you're choosing the flesh more and more than you're choosing god you almost put yourself on a path of destruction whether you realize it or not And it's, it's not always destruction in like a terrible horrible sense like your life is just crumbling to pieces but there might be one aspect of your of your life that just does not make sense and because that doesn't make sense because it, it overflows into other areas of your life And then one day you look up and you're like, this just isn't me. This isn't where I want to be. And I think in those types of situations, God will almost allow you to not ruin your life, but he allows bad things to happen so that he can draw you back to him. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I think sometimes God will allow interesting things to happen in your life. I'm not always going to say bad, but just interesting things, different turns, different twists, maybe something that you didn't think would happen to you. He allows that to happen to you so that he can draw you back to him. And then it's on you to make that decision, that active, conscious decision to lean on him. And then through that process of relearning God and relearning yourself, you grow more into the person that you're meant to be through Christ. If you are ever in a in that type of moment where you're like, I don't know, like if you're having a second guess where you want your life to go, it's probably time to give it to God. If you have to mm-hmm. second think about like, do I need to make this decision you might want to talk to God then, you know what I mean? Cause I think no matter what the situation is, whether it's a family thing, a self thing, a friendship thing, a relationship thing, if you have to second guess about it, then it's time to talk about it with God. That's just my opinion. Did I answer the question?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And added some extra little spice on the end of it. I think
2: Um, Sierra, what do you think? So someone who i would say someone who's like on the brink um of like being like god yeah god nah i would just say like take a moment to pause and just like look into look at your environment and so see like what's going on with your life because like i know naturally like when bad things happen we can be like oh god's not here he's abandoned me so i'm gonna just go ahead and make that step and leave too but i just want like challenge someone to like okay like did I put myself here? Or like, why does God have me here? So look at like the learning points. Like, what can I learn from this? What can I grow? Like, this is a new area. So my comfort zone is also being affected. So I'm uncomfortable and I don't like that. And so I just encourage someone to like pause before they like denounce Christ or just like choose something else. um, Just because there could be a monumental growth point happening within you and that's my encouragement That's something that I've had to learn as well so was like God you know I love you like why is this happening to me like <laughs> so I encourage that for for other people
1: yeah I would say you have to think about the way that you feel in these different s- situations so think about the way you felt Let's say, for example, when you did choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and think about the way that you felt when you slipped up and did that thing that you promised God you wouldn't do anymore. Um, I think the difference in the two is what brings me back. And I think for me, since I'm such an emotional person, I have to go back to that moment to remember, okay, this is why I chose you in the first place. It's easier said than done. But I think once you get to a place where you realize like you have just been kind of going through life and just coasting, nothing feels solid. It's like everything just keeps changing. Like nothing is consistent. People keep leaving. People keep coming in. You can't make sense of anything like the math ain't math then. And I think when you get to that point, you have to start stopping look and listen and realize that okay something's going on I'm missing a piece of the puzzle and I need to go back like Poppy said and talk to God about this um but again that's something that you have to want for yourself
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I do agree Poppy I think I'm gonna just be real God will let bad things happen to us sometimes so that we can see the that bigger this picture. is the path yeah the bigger picture this is the path that you're on and this is the path that you need to be on. There's a scripture, actually. I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it. Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is just absolutely insane. It will change you your life. Down. Okay. It literally, quite literally, I was reading this and I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> Proverbs twelve twenty five. I like the New Living Translation because it's just easier for me in my brain. Mm-hmm. But Proverbs 12, 25 says the way of the godly leads to life. That path does not lead to death. And we all know in not in a literal sense, but death is where you don't want to be. That that's that path of destruction. That's where everything feels like it's changing, where nothing connects, where everything just feels wrong, it feels off. Um, but the way of the godly is pretty much just living a righteous life and doing what makes God smile. Mm-hmm. If you're not making yourself happy, I guarantee you you're not making God happy. That you part. know, so if you if you don't feel right. I agree. Like what Poppy said, as a woman of faith, I understand that since God is the source, he is my source of everything. That's my, my root. So if everything's not right there in my spiritual journey, it's going, it's literally going to affect every other area of my life. It spills over. It It spills spills over. If there's one
0: aspect that is not making sense to you, It's going to spill over into the, into other parts of your life. And I think it's just the
1: domino effect. And I don't know why I do that, but it do child. And if I can be transparent, like I've experienced that lately. So I know what that feels like. And I felt that way too many times. So I want people to know, like, I get it. We all get it. We all understand. It's a lot easier said than done. But at the end of the day, it's something that it's a choice that you have to make. Every single day to choose God and not the other things. I mean, if it's going bad, you might as well just do it God's way anyway, because it's just not going to go the way you want it to go. If you try to make these decisions on your own, you know, Mm -hmm. so get in tune, tap, tap, tap in, get the heavenly signal back working, sis, because the way the world is looking right now listen, you're going to want to be on the winning team and that's God's team. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
0: And and one thing I want to add to before we close up. So like I said earlier, like God sometimes will allow bad things to happen to you. I don't want people to misconstrue that with God made bad things happen to you because God is mm-hmm. not a God of destruction. He allows them to. And there's a difference mm-hmm. in that in that terminology. And I just want to make sure that we understand that. Um, Because I've had conversations and with people who will cast down on my Lord and Savior because they think he done did something horrible to them. And they're like, I don't even know how you can praise this person and worship this person. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, hold on now. Hold on now. When he allows things to happen, there's... 10, nine, 10 times out of 10, there's a learning moment in that. There's a growth moment in that. There's an opportunity for you to get closer to him, to grow with him. But like I said, that's the decision of the person in that situation to make that choice forward. And so just at the end of everything, um, your walk with Christ is always gonna be a conscious decision that you make every day. And so when you find yourself in some tough situations in life, are you going to be the person who decides to lean on God and grow in God in that? Or are you going to be the person that decides to blame God for that and push even further away? And I think that is a decision that a lot of people battle with. I think no matter what the situation is, it could be something as small as I don't even know, but it could be a super small situation where you have to make the decision to, to choose God or to walk away. Or it can be one of the biggest decisions in your life. And I think we as Christians really need to make sure that we are taking that time to pause and reflect. If you ever find yourself in a situation of basically life or death and not literal, Mm -hmm. like Joanna said earlier, but life in your walk in righteousness or death in your walk with destruction. And so that's, that's my end of note. That's my little, whatever, 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 period.
2: No, that was really good. That was great. And something that I want to add just like to the entire conversation that we've had is um, the ideal of like perfectionism, because I know that's something that I've dealt with walking with Christ. And I know it can seem like, okay, I'm saved. Like God gave us this book of instruction. I have to execute everything perfectly to to be called, you know, one of his children, a disciple, you know, to make it into heaven. And I just want to like debunk that and just know that like you don't have to have it all together to follow Christ. The The word of God tells us that he teaches us how to live. So you don't have to have it all together. He will teach you how to pray, you know, how to read your Bible. Like he will send people in your life. Um, Even like with the fivefold ministry, one of them are teachers. You know, you don't need a teacher if nothing has to be taught to you. But just know that like God teaches us how to live for him. So don't panic trying to be perfect.
1: And I want to add one more thing. One more thing too, because... Sierra said earlier, his word is literal. Um, It's written in stone. That means it's not changing. Um, First Corinthians 10, 13, since we're talking about this, it says no temptation, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man, meaning everyone goes through it or you're not the only one. It says God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide you the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. That set me free, that though you may be going through this, I still love you and I want to see you on the other side. So here is my solution to you, whether that be Jesus or whether it be a song. Chandler Moore has a song called Built for This. Literally, as Kingdom Kids, we just built different. We were made for this. So there's nothing that you will ever go through that God didn't see coming and that he didn't prepare you for.
2: So just a reminder to reel it all in. I just wanted to (laughs) add that in there. I love that. And I just want to add one more thing because Joanna just said (laughs) something that I know like it frees
0: me. How many times is we adding, baby? (laughs) We all got our last points in. What you got to add, Sierra? What is it, girl? Let us know.
2: It'll be quick. It'll impress you how quick it is. But when she just said that, like, you don't go, like, some people think that they go through something, it's only them. That's why it's so important to share your testimony. Like, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So share what you've been through because other people... Are going through that same thing that you already came out of, so they know that like they're not by themselves, they're not in like deep despair, and like they just created this sin, and nobody knows what's going on, and so this that scripture also like freed me and things like that. So share your testimony, people.
1: Yes, love that. See, I know her word, y'all. She know her word. She been. I don't know if y'all know that she been subtly just quoting scriptures here and there. Oh, she just ain't been seeing it, but I be picking up on it. <laughs> she know her word.
0: Okay. Well, that's all we have for today. I really do appreciate you ladies coming on here and talking with me. You know, I always love this podcast, love both of you. To all the listeners and watchers out there, thank you so, so much. We appreciate you more than you know.
2: Yes, y'all. We love today. We love today's episode, but you know, the conversation does not stop here. Catch us bi-weeklies on Fridays at noon, but in the meantime, follow us on our social media handles.
1: And of course, you already know you can tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Girl Let Me Tell You Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We hope y'all learned a lot from this lesson and got a lot out of it because I know we sure did. We will see y'all next time on the next episode of Girl
2: Girl. Let Me Tell You. Let Let me tell you.